Welcome to the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we explore what it means to grow daily and find our best in every aspect of life. Welcome back to another episode of the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast. I'm John Shirky here with my friend, my co-host, Jamie Wagner. Jamie, we are here together, but I guess it's not just you and I today. We're not so alone. Not alone. Um, yeah, it's pretty great. I said we were on our way to Louisiana to watch a football game. We got to go see uh, LSU Florida yesterday in one of the coolest football game college atmospheres I've been a part of. We've talked about this group of guys that we go and do this thing with quite a few times on the podcast. And um, it's kind of been this thing that we've been talking about. And I teased it a little bit and I said, we're going to come at you in a little different way. And so we're, we're here in person with five of us. Two of them have been on the podcast before. Um, Josh is making his debut, but he's been mentioned a few times. I insulted him by giving him too high of a handicap once. That's true. He's actually been on the podcast or referenced. He just yeah. hasn't gotten to speak. So we have with us Trevor Solom, David Larson, and Josh Sherlin. Again, David has one of the early episodes. If you have not listened to that, go back and listen. Um, David's an ENT doctor at now the Billings Clinic. He was at the Mayo Clinic uh, at the time, but now he's in Billings on his own practice. Trevor, if you haven't listened to that episode, is just a couple episodes ago, and if you're listening now, you for sure probably have listened to that one. It was longer ago than we think it was, though. It's like early June, so it's it's been a little while. But um, so yeah. if you haven't, I guess apparently oh, yeah. the time frame goes by quickly. But go back and listen to that one, and then Josh Sherlin is the fifth member of this group who. Again, we've referenced many times and is, is certainly an important part of what we do together. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. So this is interesting because you guys are just sitting here not saying anything right now. Um, but I don't know. I, we, we started the podcast. We said the thing that we wanted to do was to be able to like get inside some of the conversations that we have between the two of us. And I think a big part of that is the ancillary conversations we have like one-on-one -on -one with all of us here as well. Cause all that supplements what we do and how we think and the way that we've been shaped has really been by this group of people. And so to be able to have this conversation in a broader context, I think is, is really cool. And I think certainly if you're out there, you can imagine that some of the things that we talk about are probably not going to make it onto the air. <laughs> But, Certainly not. But all of that usually is in and amongst the times where we do have real conversations about life, about getting better, about being a better friend, a better husband, a better, better father, coach, whatever it is that you are and what role you play. Those things continually come up. And that's, Jamie, I think the big thing for us in terms of, one, why we all want to have this conversation, but also why this group is so important to both of us. For sure. And I mean, last night uh, we called Tom, who was also been on the podcast a couple of times, and I haven't laughed that hard in months. And then, you know, Trevor and I are in the car today having a conversation that's really powerful and important. And it's just like you need to have those moments of levity and joy and silliness sometimes to get to the moments of where we're having a real conversation about real stuff. And, and so I, you know, it's not just the fun stuff and it's not just the hard stuff. It, it's got to be balanced on both. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to do this. So let's, let's bring these guys in. Cause like you said, they're just sitting here looking at us, trying to be quiet, trying not Which to, is not uh, normal Yeah, No, definitely not. So, uh, let's bring Josh in first because Josh, your debut on the eyes up mindset podcast, people need to hear your voice. How you doing today? John, Jamie, I appreciate it. It's, uh, it's exciting to be here. It's always exciting to be uh, with with the four of you in a in a different locale. So, it's the story, the origin story of this group is different. I think a lot of it comes back to John. What is your relationship specifically to John, and how long have you guys known each other? Because that's the longest running of these relationships, actually. Oh boy, I I believe I was a, a junior in high school. 
um, about the time that I, I took John and uh, and another another classmate of his under my wing. Uh, he and JP at the time brought him into the gym, showed him some moves they'd never seen before, and from there things uh, just kind of blossomed. You know, obviously from there wasn't just the basketball court that I was able to uh, to help them on. Uh, I was able to talk John into quitting baseball. One of the best things I've ever done. Absolutely, and uh, and getting him out onto the golf course and really taught him everything he knows. If, uh, well, if I can say so. I mean, I, I, his brothers will and cousins will probably maybe dispute that, but he he was virtually nothing on the course before I before I met him. And let's be honest, Josh. I mean, I met my current wife, Hannah, because I was on the golf team. And so I, I think you probably should take some credit for me being married to the love of my life and the most wonderful person on earth, Hannah. So, I mean, I know you take I, credit for that. But. I was getting there, John. I'm sorry. I'd, okay. Eventually we would have. I, yeah. No, absolutely. Which that golf course, a uh, couple of couple of romances, romances blossom from those those early years on the golf team years as, as well as mine with my wife. Josh, what, what does it mean for you? You said it's nice to be here together with all of us. What does that mean? Like what, I mean, we don't get to get together in the same location as much as we used to, because obviously I live in Montana now, you know, Jamie is, has always kind of lived further away and David now has also moved to Montana, but we don't get maybe one or two times a year where we get to be in the same spot and it's surrounded around hunting or a sporting event. But for you, what does it mean to get together with this group? No, that's, that's exactly it. It, You hit, hit the nail on the head. It's, it's sports, um, companionship, hunting, all all those things. And when you're a kid, you're always looking forward to summer vacation, Christmas vacation, holidays, birthdays. And as you grow older, you, uh, you do do the similar things, and this is kind of our our vacations, our our getaways um, with each other. And and obviously, we've got hopefully another one coming up here soon with our our hunting trip. Um, but whenever we can, <clears throat> excuse me, whenever we can get together, and and whether it's a golf trip, our uh, our fall far fo- fall football trip, it's uh, just great to get together. Something we can always look forward to, and and spend time with each other, and. Uh, have have those conversations that uh, that we can both air and not air. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I think as you kind of mentioned, it's it's something we all look forward to. David, what is it about this thing? You know, Josh says we get to be here and have these conversations that are that are funny, silly, uh, appropriate, inappropriate, whatever. But I think about we each bring something a little bit different to the group in terms of the dynamic. And what is it that you look forward to most specifically about getting to hang out, be together, do this thing that we do? Cause I, I don't know, maybe it's not football. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about that. Yeah. It's not football. It's not hunting. Uh, it's being in a place where you, feel like you know who you are because we go through our lives doing all sorts of things uh work family stuff other friends stuff and you tend to get i don't know kind of lost doing those things sometimes who i actually am that's i don't know maybe that's family maybe that's friends somewhere in the the realm of family or friends, like your 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 people, your real people. You brought up the concept of family, and obviously, you and I are related. We're married to sisters, so we technically fit into that family mold. But I think there isn't any one of us in this room that wouldn't consider each of these four men and their families as part of our family. And I, you know, Jamie, we have talked about that a little bit sometimes, where it's this concept of chosen family. And it doesn't mean that diminishes our biological family and it doesn't make it any less important, but chosen family, Jamie, talk to me a little bit about what that means to you. Well, when I was thinking about this conversation, actually 
the conversation I alluded to in the car with Trevor was about this exact thing. And to me, like David said, it's this place where you can be yourself. You can let go of some of the pretense. That's not easy to say because I think at times I certainly choose this group of people over my family. And, and I don't mean it to be a slight. I don't mean it to be a negative connotation thing that I, that I don't choose those people as regularly. But when I'm struggling or I'm frustrated, I usually end up talking to somebody here before I talk to, to other people sometimes. And to me, that means I can be real. I can be honest. I can be vulnerable in a way that maybe I don't always feel comfortable with certainly not with other people in life that aren't my family, I guess. But um, it doesn't have to be a blood relationship. It doesn't have to be somebody that you see on holidays. Like we do have, we do try to get together on holidays when it works, but um, I don't know. I just, I'm really grateful that David said we get to be ourselves here, you know, cause that's to me what this thing is about. And um, yes, yeah, it was a great football game, but, it's probably not what I'm going to remember, you know? Yeah, so obviously Josh is in the background making noises and he doesn't want to actually have the microphone, but he's talking about the food we've gotten to eat and the experiences that we have and the shared experiences are a huge part of everything that we do and it isn't just the football games. Let's bring Trevor back in, unless, Josh, you have something to say. I was going to say, it's part of that is immersing ourselves in the culture that we're we're in. You know, right, right here, obviously, we're in in Cajun country and what did we just get done eating? I mean, it was unbelievable Cajun Creole food. Um, whether we were in, you know, Nebraska years ago, we've been to, you know, East Lansing in the middle of South Dakota, you know, deer hunting, we (laughs) end up sitting around with some locals and just, just shooting the breeze with them and enjoying and, and learning about them and, and what, what they do and what they're into and just trying to be a part of that as well um, is, is a huge thing for me. Just, just taking it all in no matter where we're at. So. And what a great challenge because I think we can go through life and get into our routines, get into, Hey, let's order Domino's cause I love pepperoni pizza from Domino's. Well, what if we order from Mike Anderson's and we order seafood etouffee? Jamie, did I say that correctly? I, so I don't even know what that is, but it is fantastic. So if you haven't had it, go try it. But um, I, I love that challenge, Josh, is let's immerse yourself in wherever you are because there's something to learn, there's something to experience, and it will grow and challenge you. And I'm going to bring Trev in because you are the last of the five of us to speak today, but uh, certainly not the least. Trev, thanks for making the trip. It's incredible to have you here, and, and you maybe went through the most difficulty in terms of well, you had to fly through Atlanta, the, one of the most populated, busiest airports in the world to get here, and it wasn't easy, so appreciate you being here. Yeah, it, it took me three flights to get down here. We had a little little bit of an issue on the way down, and then changing my gate three times while I was in Atlanta, I got to ride the, the train around a couple times. <laughs> my anxiety was slightly high, but I was, I was able to get here. And... Clearly, anybody that listened to the previous episode with Trevor knows that that's not the only current struggle. And physically, you know, you're you're dealing with some of the side effects of your treatment, and and that magnifies all of this. Like I echo John that I'm incredibly grateful that we get to spend this time together. Um, you know, we go golfing this morning, and you, know, you you weren't able to do that. You know, and like, what does this mean to be here right now? with us and you know like we're all away from our families for four days we're all you know away from normal for a little bit and it's it's nice but I would imagine it's also a little bit strange right now yeah it's it's a little bit more difficult uh, moving a little bit slower like you said I wasn't able to really golf this morning as much as I wanted to Um, you know being away from my wife is extremely difficult at this point in time in my uh my journey um she's kind of been there my right hand person and my left hand person and and every other person at this point in time so i know she's very worried about me um but she knows that i'm in good hands with with the four of you here being able to kind of help me out if i need something um i guess 
talking about coming down here, I, there was really never a thought in my mind that I wasn't going to come. I was able to kind of know ahead of time that the in this portion of the treatment where I'm at right now, I wasn't going to be feeling all that well, and I'm not. Uh, but it slowed me down a little bit, but I was not going to miss um, the conversations, the food, the activity, um, because it really does mean that much. So I, that's kind of where I stand at this point in time, that I, I don't want to miss the things that I've always done and will continue to do just because I've got a little bit of a physical ailment at this point in time. I think that's the challenge for all of us because there's always going to be an excuse to not do the things that fill you up, to bring you the joy, to do and be with the people that you want to be, you know, and because you're dealing with treatment and dealing, battling cancer, like it's heightened potentially, but I think we all have that opportunity to make the excuse to say, well, it doesn't fit into my schedule. It's too expensive. It's too much time away from my family, whatever that is, but you haven't done that. And I think that's one of the things that I appreciate about this group is that we are intentional about saying, Hey, we only get a couple of times and that's, that's enough for us. Would we want to do it more? Absolutely. But, and, and this isn't a make plans, do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it, but it is what fills you up, what brings you joy, who, who can refill you and make that happen. I 100% agree with everything that you just said. Um, and, and not only just because I'm going through what I am right now, it is what it is. Um, it, I don't know, was it th probably three years ago when we, or four years ago, when we made the first, like, don't wear your Crocs into the, the, the bar or whatever it was. Like, we made, like, a legit, like, let's try and make each other better. We started to have those conversations, and at, at that point, it was kind of like this is one of those things that that fills my cup, that hunting trip, uh, the trip here, or even just to spend as much time as I can with each and every one of you um, at any point in time is one of those things that definitely I need in my life just to to help me you know, stay at the level that I need to be at to be happy and and those sorts of things. Well, and that's a little bit what we were talking about this afternoon, Trev, is like what, how do we fill each other up? And I think one of the things that I'm really interested in from a perspective from the three of you, because John and I talk all the time via, we have to because we're recording and stuff. And so we, we get this 20 minute, 30 minute kind of being fed piece. And we kind of talked about, you got to water the plant with your friendships, you know, you got to continue to come back to those relationships on purpose. Yeah. They can stay dormant for a little bit of time. They can, they can be not tended, but eventually you got to come back to them. You know, you got to come back and give juice. You got to be able to, to feed that thing. And I think one of the things for me that is fed in all this is, is the, the low level non-threateningness of all of this, right? It's like we get to sit here around, a TV or around a table around a dinner and not feel like we need to talk, not feel like we have to say something intelligent not feel like we need to be on. We can just be here together. It goes back to what you were saying, David, about like, we just get to be ourselves. And so I, David, I'm gonna come back to you for a second. Like, what is it about this group that fills you up? What, what is it about this group that feeds uh, a part of you that maybe you don't get somewhere else. It's sort of like what I already said in terms of getting to be yourself, but it's knowing that not just that you get to be yourself, but knowing that yourself is, is good enough in that that being who I am is, is good enough for you all like that. That's probably the thing that fills anybody up the most. <laughs> uh, like if we're if we're being honest with with ourselves like that you guys accept me not because um i have some fancy degree or job or what any uh, it's not anything else other than like i'm the same dude that you've been hanging out with for yeah however many years and 
I still get to be that guy, that same guy. How about for you, Josh? You've gotten some time to prepare now because Jamie asked David the question, but what is it for you that you get from this group or this time together? Yeah, I was I was hoping for a different question. Um, there will be more questions. Don't yeah, worry. It'll be, be time for questions at the end. Um, <clears throat> no, so we all, have, we all have our own groups, right? You know, and whether it's your your family so obviously my wife and my my two boys we we do our thing we you know whether it's it's even just down to working around the house together you know teaching the boys maintenance building things like that because they're they're starting to ask questions about that now or or taking them hunting or going golfing as a family or hiking as a family though that fills you guys keep talking about filling that cup that fills that that cup that void in my life and then I've got my my work family, which we're very tight and close. Also, we spend a lot of time together, um, and it, it's a similar thing. You know, we can we can vent and and just kind of feed off each other on on that work side, and not <clears throat> not have to bring that home, which which I really appreciate. You know, it still does at times, and you know, Brianna and I will talk about things both both ways, but. But then I'm able to hang out with you guys, and we can, we we all know, <clears throat> excuse me, we all know our. I don't want to say our places in the group, but we do. We all have our own, our own little jobs, our our specialties, if you will. And uh, when we get together, we we know exactly who's going to do what, in what direction that's going, and uh, we've had enough shared experiences together for the last. I don't want to say how many years, but a lot of years. <laughs> Keep dating myself. I am the Josh old, is. The I am the old guy in the group. Here. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say yeah. it so you guys don't have to. <laughs> Prefer seasoned veteran. <laughs> there it is. Um. But yeah, now I lost where I was going. Thank you. So no, no problem. It, it fills that that cup, um, and and just hanging out. Um, with you guys, like I said, whether it's it's hunting, even individually, I mean, yeah. you know, John and I will get together sometimes and go play golf with his brothers and his his cousins, and you know, when you guys are in town, David, Jamie, what you know, we always end up at somebody's house. It all comes full circle when you can have these different different groups and fill all those voids. Yeah, I like you said we, we kind of all have our own unique and specific roles and for those of you that know us you you probably already know what some of those roles are. John is the organizer typically. I think when I look at this uh group, I look at John as kind of the the hub of the wheel and all of the spokes come off of that. Like he's the unifier and I'm incredibly grateful that I, I know John because I wouldn't have met either Josh or David as a result of not knowing John. I may have met Trevor because you graduated with my wife from high school, which is strange, but maybe not. It's it's maybe because I actually met Trevor before I met my wife, so that's a strange deal. Um, but I, I'm gonna. I think if I if I could have maybe met John a couple years, it would have been tough. A couple years earlier, I maybe could have talked him off the Bethel train. Yeah, I could have just had and a little we, more influence on him. But and the, then we went that to family. Yeah, yeah, you yeah would have been, that you would have been in this group at all. No, I know. I, I would have been uh, nicely left out. Um, and I'm gonna cry. No, uh, <laughs> but I think like the one thing that I really appreciate about you, Josh, is that like, you are the get things done person. Like. And I think sometimes if you weren't here, things wouldn't survive. <laughs> like we wouldn't get things done. And uh, and I think the challenge that I would recognize in that is to be able to say that. I, I don't know that I've ever said thank you for that. Uh, maybe I have. I don't know. But I don't think we do that enough. You know, as people, we don't. Josh was going to say something smart there. Um, no, I was just going to say with this group, I don't think we need to. Yeah. That's it. That's fair. It's, That's it, I don't want to say it's assumed, but it is. It's it's not needed. You know, we all appreciate each other enough that we don't need to do it. And I think, as I think about this group, that is part of it. Is that like, Trevor and I were talking this afternoon? Like, you got to feed the, you got to water the plant, you got to feed the group, whatever. You got to feed your piece of this thing. But at the same time, like when you do that, then you can have some of these unspoken things. You just 
kind of get into a rhythm as time goes on and time develops. And, and I think that's part of team, right? It's part of team sports. It's part of team as a business. It's like you need to invest the time enough so that you know who people are enough that you can then like allow people to flourish in the roles where they're best suited, you know? And I, I just think that's something that this group has really found through a high level of comfort with one another. I all valuable stuff, Jamie, but we have a tendency to do this where we ask a question, we partially answer it and then we move on. Trev, I got to come back to you. What do you get from this group? And then Jamie, you and I are going to go last because we're the hosts. So we get to go last, but, um, Trev, what is it for you? I don't know that I have a very good answer for it. Um, a lot of the stuff has kind of already been said. Um, I don't have a, I don't have a lot of people that I was close with from high school that I still talk to. I have a, a few friends. Um, I don't have a lot of close friends that I would, you know, from my college days either. Um, a couple of those people are the same people. Um, and I, I, the connection that we have is something that is extremely special to me. And I don't get this from a lot of other people as much time as I can spend with you guys is, is good. I know my wife doesn't always agree with that, but she's I, very forgiving and very supportive. So she is all of the above and more as as much time as I can spend with you guys, the better just because of the relationships that we have grown over the course of the last, however many years we have been together, not to date. Josh is the oldest one here. Trev, I think that was a fantastic answer, even though you said, you know, maybe it's not a great answer, but it is because it's, the connection, right? And I think we've talked about it a ton, Jamie, you know, and connecting and having a group of people. And, and for me, what it means is I know that at any given time in my life, whether I am suffering a hardship, I want to celebrate something um, or anything in between, uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time how I measure my relationships with people are if you're in that inner circle it's i trust that if i call you and i say hey i need you to be here tomorrow wherever you are wherever i am i know that any one of the four of you will be there you might ask some questions and you're going to ask different questions based on who you are and your personalities but i also know that i can count on and it might not be i got to show up but i need this from you tomorrow and i know that it's going to get done and i know that it's going to be supported and and i think Josh, you talked about the various families that we have, right? And and those are all really important. But I think in your personal life, if you don't have people, at least one person, and we're blessed enough to have multiple, but if you don't have at least one person that you can call and say, hey, I need this from you tomorrow, whether it's be here or do this, man, you're really missing out. And I think what you have to do to get to that point is be vulnerable. Put yourself in situations where you're willing to be yourself. And sometimes you get rejected. Sometimes it's not good enough for that person. But continue to find that because I know I have examples in my own personal life where I have people that I am connected to that don't have the support network. And when things get tough, it continues to get tougher because they don't have someone standing there in their corner backing us up. David grabbed the microphone, so he clearly is maybe the smartest person in the room. So he's going to have something very wise to say. Uh, we are, we currently have football on. You guys are both coaches. Trevor's coach. Josh is pretty good at sports. Uh, sports involves, uh, teams somewhat, I guess maybe not golf, but you have, you have your responsibility like, and you have to do your, you got to do your job. You got to cover your, uh, cover your assignment. And then, and then you trust other people are going to do the same thing. And, and when a team works well, part of what's happening is, is everybody knows exactly what their expectations are. And, and you know exactly what you're going to get from everybody else. And part of this team that we have is, and part of what I like, what I really like and need is that is that I know exactly what I'm going to get from everybody here. And like without question, 
Like I, I know exactly, I knew exactly what this trip was going to be like before it ever happened. And that took a lot of work. You know, you know what I mean? Like we, you and I have driven out together solo to South Dakota and had these sort of conversations where it's deep and meaningful and moves us. And then we talk about music, we talk about movies, we talk about whatever. Same thing. I've driven, you know, in a car with Trevor at many different times. Just talking about frustrations as being teachers and coaches and all that. Like we did the work of, and I think the hard part, again, for us as adults, if these relationships don't exist, is in assuming that it's going to be this from day one you know when you haven't put in the time you haven't put in the energy to to get to a place where i okay i know what to expect from david i know what to expect from trevor i know what to expect from josh and now when those expectations are met it's it's really fulfilling actually like it it fills me up because i oh that's josh and i just know that that's how it's going to work and that's david i know how how it's going to work there's no like frustration about it it's just that's what it's going to be and and i i i just want to i mean it's a big part of what we talk about all the time john is like you got to do the work you know nothing works unless you do and i think the thing that i will continue to come back to and continue to say thank you about and continue to be grateful for this group specifically about is that none of us shy away from doing the work and there are times certainly when we get frustrated with each other where we get frustrated with our the different personality quirks that we all have you know and that doesn't mean that we get to just ignore them. We, we generally bring it up. We generally have a conversation about it sooner or later, even though it might be hard. So just like, just like standing up and walking away from the game of citadels. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. Just quitting a board game because you're losing and people are picking on you. Yes. So, this is one of the things that I love is that now we're all laughing sitting in this room and, and we can go from serious to laughing in the same sentence and, and back and forth. And I think laughter and joy and um, shared experiences are, are incredibly important. So I'm curious, you know, of the family friendly maybe versions of uh, stories that have happened over the last, I think, 12 years, guys, is, is the number because we just had a top 10 for our 10 year hunting trip anniversary. And we, we kind of put together some different moments and experiences that we've had, but I'm curious for you guys, when you think about this group, what's an experience or a moment or a activity or something that stands out to you? What that was impactful and important to you. So so we're going family friendly here. I I mean, I seems like a fine line. I heard coach John's tell a story earlier this year. It's fair. Didn't seem that, family friendly just because it was about you no no i don't no idea who it was about i just heard the story very mm-hmm. anyone want to start so the question again posed to the group is over the past 10 12 13 years whoever has an actual count what is an experience or a moment in time where you felt the most maybe connected to this group or to yourself or to who you know who you are uh I felt very connected to all of you when I didn't know Trevor that well. And I think I was driving his truck and I almost drove his truck in the ditch slash got hit by a semi truck at the same time, but narrowly avoided both of them. Uh, when was that? That was, uh, it was in the morning driving from Wishick to South Dakota in a snowstorm with Grant I, Grant Husted. That's for sure not there that trying year. to keep up. And I was driving Trevor's truck. Wild. Yeah. Cause we were going we were gonna go hunting. Yeah. And then uh yeah. Why is that important? Why why is that important? Because you can't, you can't drive, you can't almost crash a man's truck and not be connected to him. <laughs> it's fair enough. <laughs> and so it's things like this. I feel like there's there's lots of. I mean, we could sit here and tell these sorts of stories all the time, but uh, it's those pretty like important 
important moments where you like trust each other um or you have these like shared experiences of like oh yeah okay uh we did we did it together <laughs> that was awesome that was whoa and we almost died but then you, you kind of come through those things and you're like okay I, this is my man this is my guy <laughs> Josh, I feel like we had some other issues with some vehicles out in South Dakota. Somebody locked some keys. Ha- in- I may have locked John's keys in the truck. That was you. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. That was I couldn't remember. For I- sure me um, on a Sunday. So getting someone out there to unlock the vehicle was a bit of a challenge. In the um, middle of nowhere. Yeah. And was- we maybe were on the best piece of property we've ever been on. And then Trevor and I proceeded to belly crawl. I don't know, 200 yards and we could have just stood up and walked. It was, yeah, that was a, that was a formative moment, formative day in our experience. Um, anyway, Josh, do you have something that comes to mind? Um, well, I thought somebody would jump at this one right away. It was, uh, it was definitely in our, our top 10 that we, we spoke of, um, many of which we're not going to talk about, but I can't remember what we titled it and i won't say how many how many deer we shot that that night that afternoon but it was uh we were within the legal limit and we uh shot a number of them we basically filled out our tags that night and a few of us were dragging deer for many 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 hundreds of yards to get to the maybe miles to the vehicle it yeah it seemed like it in the dark but uh all of a sudden david yelled at a couple of us to turn your damn damn headlamps off because we're blinding each other and uh and shut up and look up and out in the middle of a uh, middle of south dakota middle of a field dead clear calm night nothing but nothing but stars and uh it was was pretty pretty cool to be there with you guys briefly because it was really cold (laughs) and I think it was Trevor that finally went, all right, David, I got to go. <laughs> I'm freezing. <laughs> so just enough that we can be in the moment, even if it's for that five, 10 seconds, and then, uh, and then break that silence with, with seriousness about it's time to, time to pack up, get out of here. Uh, that was, I, I think the title of it is nine down under the stars, Josh. I mean, we had 10 tags to fill. We were fortunate enough to shoot nine deer. And if you're a, anti-hunter i'm sorry this is not a podcast for you probably but um no it was a special moment not because of the deer that we shot necessarily but because we had attained a goal we were working toward together and all of a sudden we were in the middle of a star-filled sky together and took a moment to say hey this is a really cool experience that we get to be here and and just pausing to recognize where you are and what you can experience in that moment is a big deal trev you got the microphone yeah i too many moments, I guess, that, that come to my head. One of the most memorable moments for me personally was one of the first football trips that we took when we jumped in a car after a high school football game on a Friday night and we drove to South Bend, Indiana to watch Notre Dame play. It was a long drive. Um, I did not drive at any point in time. I sat in the back seat. I do believe Josh drove the entire way. And for me to experience that, I'm a Notre Dame football homer, for those of you that don't know that, so go Irish. Um, But that was a pretty awesome experience. And to sit on John's shoulders so I could get a good view of the team walking down through the through the gates and and through the the crowd of people to get into the stadium was was pretty awesome no i certainly we have evolved i mean we've had to travel a little bit further to to do some of the things that we wanted to do but that was i think the first and you at the time i was coaching high school football jamie was you know so we we i think we left glenwood minnesota at midnight or something like that and we had calculated just enough time to get there an hour before kickoff and you're right josh did drive most of the way and that was a surreal time um uh, again to be in one of the coolest places for college football on earth but but also just again to be together and to be in that environment i think the thing that comes back 
to all this for me is like, yeah, we, we've done some really cool things. We've been able to, to meet a goal. Like you guys talked about that night in South Dakota, you know, I think Trevor would have said going to a Notre Dame game is a lifelong desire, a lifelong goal. Uh, you know, we got to go to your hometown and have, you know, where you grew up and have dinner with your breakfast with your mom before we go to a Michigan state football yeah. game. And, and like all that stuff is awesome. You know, we get to share, again, shared experience is a huge part of this. But for me, a lot of it is the... Jamie, story. We're I not, know. Don't, don't get theoretical on us. I know. People want to hear the stories <laughs> that you can share. It's, it is the car rides. It's the, it's the times that aren't there. Like, we, we drive, we lo- lose a tire on the interstate going to Kansas um, to watch a football game and we got to pull in ran- like I don't know there's just these random things that happen the conversations the the driving around just looking for deer or pheasants or whatever it is and you know seeing something transcendent like seeing all of these pheasants get out of a field at once and to not have ever seen that before to see all these deer moving and then like to have somebody to look at somebody and go, did you just see that? And they can say yes, you know? And, um, I don't know. It, it's not a moment. It's just a series of the same type of moments that each one is different, unique and special. And I don't know. It's, it's hard for me. And I, I don't know how much of this I'm even gonna say should go in the podcast, but like, I don't have these kind of relationships with my family. I don't have these, like close specific relationships with, you know, my mom and dad and my sister, like we, we maybe choose to not spend as much time together. We, and not because I don't like them or because I don't love them. It's because I don't get to look at somebody like you guys. And when I see that awe in your face and I know you experience and appreciate the same thing that I do, and that we're going to go there together. We're going to go to that kind of sacred place together. You know, when David stops us and says, stop talking, turn off your headlights. Like this is special. Be present, be in this moment here with me now. I don't know. Like that is special. And it happens way more than I think we are aware of, you know, um, it's happened in the last couple of days. Like, just around because of the food or because we got to watch an amazing football game yesterday and just kind of stop and look at each other and say, are you seeing how crazy this all is right now? I don't know. It's yeah, it is theoretical and it's not a specific moment, but um, I can't do any better than that. I, I think you're right though. And I, what I love about even asking the question is I wish we had enough microphones for everyone to have their own because these guys are over here and we ask the question and we start talking and then it brings up memories and they're just giggling over here. And I, I can't wait to find out what story they want to tell, but you talk about the, the transport, right? And I think so often we talk about, it's not necessarily about the outcome. It's not necessarily the game or the hunting or the whatever it's, it's the, the journey. And, and as cliche as that sounds, you know, we've had ridiculous stories, Josh, driving around barriers that say road closed because we want to get to go hunting (laughs) and not that I would, we are definitely not advising that you do that. And we may or may not have done that. So uh, that wasn't Josh. So don't, don't uh, come to him, but but it was, it was a snowstorm. Yeah. Like it wasn't, we were trying to go somewhere where we couldn't go. It was a snowstorm, like travel at your own risk sort of thing. Don't go on this road because it might be blocked and covered with snow and, we, we wanted to get to the place to do the thing we wanted to do. And we were going to take that risk together. And, you know, we knew if we got stuck, we'd just get out and push, you know, and that, I think that is it, right? That is it. We know that if we get stuck on this journey, the rest of us will get out and push. Yeah, no, 100%. And I, again, the journey and, and the transport. And so I think about driving around the barriers to, to go and do the thing. I think about David, showing up at the airport when none of the rest of you knew he was going to make it on the trip because we thought 
he wasn't going to. And uh, man, that mustache. He, he and I uh, arranged for him to be on the same flight as you guys, and and just showing up and getting the pictures and having your experience, Josh. Tell that tell that story because again, we went from man, he's not coming. We're missing a part of us to who is this creepy guy checking us out? Oh man, talking about creepy guys. Yeah, I uh, just kind of glanced over and saw a man with a really really dirty looking mustache and he's just kind of standing behind us I, I even i even literally pulled my phone up and as if i was taking a selfie and put it over my corner and took a picture and i kind of bumped trevor and i was like hey that guy really looks like david and he looks too and he's like i think it is and did you did you walk up to him and just like Hey David, or how did that how did that go down? But yeah, he. Oh no! I so I I was at the airport on Friday and I was down in that same same area and I I should have taken the picture I was going to I wasn't sure it was the same gate but I think it was. I even pulled up the picture. I still have it on my phone, and I I think I found the pole that you were leaning against that day when I was waiting for my for my flight to leave. It was I was I was bored. I was there early, so I had a little bit of time to walk around, and I. I'm, almost positive i found that exact same same area and brought back the memory again of just another another trip another time and you you surprising us creepily and again I, you know i think i remember the game because it wasn't that long ago but i also don't remember the score of the game i don't remember you know yes i remember the outcome but it wasn't it wasn't that you know it's those moments that stand out and i think that's the challenge for all of us right is We've said it already. Be in the moment, be aware, but also pay. You know, just pay attention to the small stuff, the stuff that makes you laugh, the stuff that moves your heart and moves your emotions. Uh, it's it's all the real good stuff. So, anybody else have anything they want to share for the podcast before we uh, wrap it up? I was just gonna say that you talked about you know getting stuck and and being there, pushing ourselves out if we need to. We've been unbelievably blessed and fortunate to run into some amazing people on all these trips that didn't have to do a thing for us and and have whether it's you know some people that let us hunt on their land and and use their sheds to uh you know to to butcher our deer whatever it might be to yeah our our uber drivers in places that you know and, and everywhere else we go just and it's probably because we're not afraid to ask questions, you know, try and, trying to be um, immersed in the culture and the area that we're in. So we're trying to find those places. So we're, we're, we're never afraid to, to put ourselves out there and find out what we need to, to take in. But it's just, it, it's crazy how many amazing people are out there that, that are willing to help if you just ask. I, th- I think that's a great point about being willing to put ourselves out there and ask because it may feel like that now, but I think that's also because of the comfort level, the roles that we have, the belief that we have and the trust that we have in each other, because there was a time where we spent a lot of days driving around, trying to find public land, just trying to find animals. And we, we weren't willing to ask these questions. Right. And whether that was because we were uncomfortable necessarily with the people there or with each other now it's mostly ourselves mostly we ourselves uncomfortable absolutely. with right right and and now you're absolutely right because we put ourselves out there because we started asking those questions and because the people around us supported us in doing that and yeah we're gonna make fun of each other quite a bit if we screw up or look funny but in the end we know that we have each other's back but that that is yeah no i there's a million stories of people that we have met and situations where we didn't know what the outcome was going to be and we were scared and and when you do put yourself out there usually good things come of it well and and to me that's the takeaway right it's that the the deeper the connections the deeper the bonds the the when you are being fed in your relationships you are more willing to take risks if you're more willing to take risks like you actually attempt things and without the attempt of the thing, there is no success of the thing, right? If you never take that risk, if you never are willing to to be put out there and to fail and to be silly, because I don't think, yeah, we make fun of each other and we give each other a hard time. But if it mattered, if it was going to be heartbreaking or hurtful, like 
you guys would just be there to pick me up. You know, it wouldn't be that there'd ever be any doubt about I'm going to hear about this or it's going to be, you know what I mean? And so when you, when you have the trust that's been developed in this group over time, because we've done the work, you now take more risks. We have more successes. We feel more comfortable and confident in the places where maybe we didn't before. And as a result, each time we get together, the experience increases in value because each one of us is bringing a little bit more of ourselves to the table. And, and as, like David said, just the more we can bring ourself, the more likely we're going to be filled up. We're going to, cause that's what, that's what we want. Like be yourself truthfully, honestly, and it's just going to grow. It's going to get better. That's part of getting better. Right. And so gentlemen, we get to talk to a lot of people, some famous, some not, and they all have really cool stories. And Josh, I know you're the most famous of us, but anyway, uh, no, we get to, we get to do this every week. Yeah. And I don't know that I've looked forward to when Jamie and I started talking about this, we knew we were going to be together and potentially have this opportunity. So we are grateful that you were willing to do this with us. And, and I don't know that I've been more excited um, about a conversation that we've gotten to have because uh, it, it's totally real. This is totally us. This is our lives. And um, we appreciate you guys being on the journey with us here in this room and also uh, out there as listeners. I, I used to say this to my my classes on occasion and I'd say you guys may think this is weird you may think it's not true but there's a group of people in my life that I have no problem they're all guys telling I love you and like we don't do it enough as a culture we don't I don't do it enough in my life but genuinely and specifically I love each and every one of you and I am so grateful that you're my friends so thank you Trevor David I think everybody's sick of listening to these two talks so do you guys have anything else you want to say before we wrap this up no no all right i'm just going to leave it at this and I, I don't know if, oh trevor's got something the last time that i was on i had to wait a really long time to come on and this is not going to count as my my actual second appearance so this one just plan on me coming on one more time at a minimum of one more time david do you have anything else you'd like to say I love John, I love Jamie, I love Trevor, I love Josh, and thank you all for helping me love myself too. Can't think of a better way to end. Appreciate you guys, appreciate you as listeners for joining us, and as always. Can, can, I, can, I, can I do it? Not that. Can I just do the, the sound? <laughs> do the sound. <sighs> and as always, live, live eyes, eyes up. up.